Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today, I'll be talking about the Telugu movie Sita Ramam. I am so glad I watched it in the theater. It's romantic and cinematic. This movie is totally the magic of cinema that I yearn for. The film is written and directed by Hanu Raghavapudi. The music by Vishal Chandrasekhar is hauntingly beautiful and the soul of the film. The visuals by P.S. Vinod and Shreyas Krishna are like a painting and poetry in motion. When I watched the teaser for the first time, I knew I wanted to watch the movie. I like the way the film is structured. Characters reveal only a portion of Ram and Sita's story that they know of. It's intriguing enough to keep me on the hook for more. The film opens with a bird's eye view of a deserted land, and the text appears 1964 POK. Rasool saves his sister Wahida from falling into a well. This scene has a very Bajrangi Bhaijan vibe. Rasool is assigned a mission by Ansari. It's called Operation Gibraltar. Rasool clicks a group picture of Ansari, his gang members and his sister Wahida. This photograph is an extension of Ansari's plan. Rasool is not in this picture and this detail is important. 20 years later, Abu Tariq played by Sachin Khedekar has left his granddaughter Afreen played by Rashmika Mandana a letter and a shoulder mark to deliver to Sita Mahalakshmi. The letter is from Ram of Madras regiment in 1964 played by Dulkar Salman. I like that the movie takes its time to establish the other characters before they get to the main protagonists. Afreen has this burning rage and hatred inside of her. You wonder why that is? She even claims I would rather say sorry to my grandfather than to an Indian. Remember this detail because it's very important. You take on this journey with her. You are waiting with bated breath to learn what is Ram's story and what the contents of the letter are. Afreen visits Anantpur and meets Vikas, Ram's friend from the army. Before Vikas begins to narrate the story, a log of wood is about to be chopped by the machine. Vikas reveals the first big portion of the story. Ram is introduced. It's the year 1964. He's posted at the Srinagar base of the Madras regiment. He's your quintessential hero, an exemplary character, cautious and thinks before taking any action. You are instantly enamored by his goodness. My first thought for Ram was he needs to be protected at all and any cost because he is the epitome of goodness in this big bad world. In my understanding of the character, Ram's strength is in his kindness and humility. When reporter Vijay Lakshmi from All India Radio inquires if Ram would want to record any message for his family, we learn that Ram's an orphan. Later you understand the choices he makes during the course of the film. Vijaya Lakshmi urges her listeners to write to Ram. It seems a bit implausible, but given the era, I am certain that could have been a possibility. I'd let my suspension of disbelief take over. Ram receives a bag of letters. He doesn't even see Sita's letter until the next bag of letters arrive. At first, when you learn what all Sita has written in the letter and how she's addressing herself as his wife, the first thought that ran through my head was. 
To what degree is this woman cray-cray? Answer, zero degree, because she is cautious as well and she has not written a return address on the envelope. I understand that someone like Ram, who sees the good in others and who is an orphan, is overwhelmed by the love pouring in from across the country. In the letter song, Dulkar in a yellow sweater amidst the snow, invokes the imagery of Rishi Kapoor and sweaters in the snow for me, like the title track of Chandni. Rishi Kapoor was the romantic hero of the Hindi films in 70s, 80s and 90s. As Ram walks in the snow, he reads Sita's letter. Sita complains how Ram's absence has made the flowers stop blooming and as a result the butterflies have stopped visiting. At that very moment, the letter flies away from Ram's hands and lands on a rock surrounded by yellow flowers amidst the snow. Ram picks one of the flowers for safekeeping because in a way she has requested him to get her flowers and butterflies. If this isn't poetic, I don't know what is. From the contents of Sita's letter, Ram deduces that she is travelling on a train from Delhi to Hyderabad on 12th of the month. Ram takes a leave to find Sita and meet his surrogate family across the country. On the train, when Ram is searching for Sita, I knew they would pass a tunnel when he reaches her coupe because lover's introduction must be dramatic. Sita instantly recognises Ram as he recites the contents of her letter. Sita is played by Mrinal Thakur. I can't imagine anyone else portraying this character to perfection. She's incredible and an absolute delight to watch. Ram respects Sita's space, so he hands over the replies to her letters and the yellow flower he took from the snow. Sita reads Ram's replies to her letters where he's mentioned his friend Durjai's address and phone number and his landline number. Love stories are all about moments and unraveling the mystery about your significant other. This movie has plenty of both, meet cute and follow up on those moments leading to a love so pure that you want the two lovers to be together for all eternity. The moments between Ram and Sita are so heartwarming. I don't know what and how descriptively they would have written that on paper, but it's captivating on screen. It was an extremely immersive experience. Before Ram reaches Durjai Sharma's house, Durjai Sharma is introduced worshipping portraits of himself dressed as various mythological characters. His underling Bharati sings hymns. Durjai says, Bharati Shruti. Translation, scale up Bharati. Unfortunately, Durjai Sharma's landline has not been working for days. Ram is mighty pissed and rightly so. The song Anta Bhranti Yena from the movie Devdas plays on the radio mocking Durjai's situation. The lyrics mean everything is a delusion in life. Sita pays a visit to Ram. When Ram learns about Sita's visit, he slides into the scene like Tom Cruise from Risky Business. Ram wants to click a photograph of Sita because during their previous meeting, the TT had asked if he had a picture of the girl. Ram apologizes for clicking Sita's photograph without her consent. He later clicks a photograph of her along with his mirror reflection. I just love this shot. This shot in a way surmises their love story and the photograph comes in handy later. When Sita wants to take his leave, she tells him she's getting late for her dance class. Ram starts interacting with her like he's writing her a letter, but it's all in person. Ram is smitten by Sita. Once Vikas finishes narrating his portion of the story, even the log of wood is finished being chopped. That log of wood is a metaphor for the length of Ram's story. 
Afreen now visits Ram's friend Durjay Sharma. Durjay Sharma reveals the next portion of the story. Durjay Sharma is played by Vanilla Kishore. Old Durjay Sharma is looking in a hand mirror clearing grease from his mustache. The shot transitions to a young Durjay Sharma who lowers the hand mirror and can be seen shaving. I love this going back in time transition. Ram is sitting beside Durjay reading a newspaper. Ram spots the Austin Magic Show ad in the newspaper that Sita had once mentioned in her letter. Ram decides to go find Sita again. When Austin the magician calls one of the ladies in the audience on stage to volunteer, he asks her name. Ram quips that her name is Sita Mahalakshmi. It's a brilliant screenplay move. Ram meets Sita's friend Rekha and interacts with her about the letters. Austin the magician requests Sita to offer the flower that she's sporting in her hair. The magician performs his trick. He requests one of the guys in the audience to join him on stage. Ram pushes the other guys away so that he can be a part of the magic show with Sita on stage. The magician requests Ram to remove the cloth for reveal. The flower has been transmutated to multiple beautiful butterflies. Ram says he brought the butterflies just like she requested in the contents of her letter. Sita is surprised that Ram was able to figure out her address. She warns him against visiting. Ram and Sita start afresh. They start interacting like they're writing letters to each other but in person. The word inta anadham is used in the dialogue during the scene. The line goes something like inta andham abadham chapte. When Ram and Sita go out on their first date, the song Inta Andham plays in the background. The entire song is filled with lovely moments between Ram and Sita. Ram catches the hands of the kids who are pulling Sita away from him. The kids start to point their fingers at him. Ram makes a cute face teasing the kids. Even Sita joins the kids and points her finger at Ram accusingly. Ram apologizes holding both his ears. When Ram and Sita roam around the city, two passers-by comment about the changing times they are witnessing. Sita overhears and holds Ram's hand for the first time. She asks those two men if their world stopped. My reaction was, Ram's world has definitely come to a standstill. When she checks with Ram if his world stopped, he's still looking at her hand holding his hand. Sita makes Ram chin up and repeats her question. He just replies nodding, no. But we all know he's blatantly lying. The song Inta Andham resumes. Ram walks behind Sita. Ram pretends shoots like an archer, pretend ties the Mangal Sutra and poses like Ram. The lyrics say, do you want me to tie the bow like Ram in the Ramayana? I love this moment. Did you know that during this moment in the song Inta Andam, the moment is cut short after Sita turns to face the camera. In the extended cut of this moment, Sita breaks into laughter and Ram reacts sheepish. It's hardly for four seconds, but it is present in the lyrical version of the song on YouTube. During one of their dates, Ram and Sita get drenched in the rain. They go to a nearby house to seek shelter. The old lady of the house remarks that they shouldn't be so formal with each other if they're about to get married. Ram jokingly says, Eh, Sita. Sita turns to look at him angrily. She raises her eyebrows, questioning his casualness. Ram just smiles and shrugs his shoulders like it's nothing. It's not nothing. It's very cute. When the old lady's granddaughter asks how Ram and Sita met, 
Sita discloses the story of their meeting in Kashmir when Ram rescued her from the angry mob. That is when it dawns upon Ram how he forgot about the girl he saved, who he also addressed to as his wife. He never got a good look at Sita's face because half her face was covered with a shawl. Ram now understands what Sita was trying to say when she said, "Only you can solve this riddle about Kurukshetra, Ravan, and Sita Swayamvar." Later, Ram steals the magic show glass jar filled with butterflies to propose to Sita. Durjay is not particularly thrilled about the sneaking into the palace plan. He wants Ram to leave him out of his plan. The song Nannu Vadali from the movie Manachi Mansula plays on the radio. The audio devices in his house are mocking his situation again. The song lyrics mean, "You can't leave me and go away." Ram reaches the palace as Ram is about to enter the palace. Sita is dancing to a song whose lyrics literally welcome Ram while Sita waits in Mithila. Subramanyam bows to a lady whilst talking about the princess saying, "Your Highness." Everyone follows his lead and bows, thinking she is the princess he's talking about. Ram proposes. Sita wants to say yes but is hesitant. She runs away, steps over a plate filled with red and blue dry colors, and the colors spill all over her. Balaji is mighty upset because Sita refused Ram's proposal and ran away. The word play on Durjai's name with the line "Chepo Durjao, Chepo Durjao." Durjai replies saying, "Pasau" is hilarious. Durjai Sharma helps Afrin and Balaji. It's the same mirror reflection photograph of Ram and Sita. The range Vanilla Kishore has displayed in just a few scenes is commendable. Afrin revisits Noor Jahan's palace to check with Subramanyam. Afrin bumps into someone which makes the photograph slip from her hands and fall to the ground. When she turns and bends to pick up Sita's photograph, the camera shifts focus from the photograph in Afrin's hand to the huge portrait of Noor Jahan in the palace. This is the interval drop. There are clues throughout the first half of the film before the big reveal happens at the interval. Sita writes her letters on handmade papers. Sita travels in the most expensive compartment of the train. She likes to watch magic shows. She has a Japanese style umbrella. She has an impeccable dressing style. Special mention to Sheetal Iqbal Sharma for creating such fantastic period appropriate costumes for the film. Sita even owns a handy video camera back in 1964. Post interval Sita's photograph transitions to Sita in the palace. Ram's words of proposal are still echoing in Sita's subconscious. Ram is disappointed because Sita refused his proposal, but he's not heartbroken. Ram speaks to Durjay over the phone. Durjay makes Ram realize that a girl would just not consent to marriage to a stranger unless she knows more about him. Ram knows what to do. He hangs up the phone and does a cute celebratory dance. It's cute AF. The next portion of the story is narrated by Sita's friend Rekha Bhardwaj. Ram arrives at the palace demanding to see Sita, but the staff members don't let him in. Sita and Rekha hear the commotion outside and request their staff members to let Ram in. Ram explains his financial standing revealing he earns well. He promises to keep her like a queen. Ram even compares Sita's beauty to Savitri in the movie Misamma. Ram and Sita accidentally step on wet red and blue paint. They walk together on the white sheet spread across the floor and leave footprints behind. When Sita tries to walk away, she loses her balance. 
Ram catches Sita from falling in a nice romantic pose. He tells her he is going to meet his surrogate family for the next four days. After that, he'll return to Kashmir. He wants her to join him on his journey. Ram sits dejected and sad in the train, thinking Sita is not going to show up. Sita joins Ram on his journey. Their heads accidentally bump into each other. Ram says they need to bump their heads again. The song O oh Sita begins in the background. I love all the songs from this album, but this song in particular is my favorite. This song augments the love moments between Ram and Sita. I want to specifically mention SPB Charan for his melodious voice and reminding me of SP Bala Subramaniam. He was one of my favorite singers. Ram extends his support to Sita while crossing a narrow water canal over a tree branch. Sita gestures that she can manage. Ram stumbles a little, but Sita falls in the narrow water canal. Ram laughs. We can now see Sita sporting Ram's clothes. At one of the houses of Ram's surrogate family, Sita changes into a sari. When she steps out, Ram looks at her with this expression that says, "How did I get to be so lucky?" At Raja Mundri, Ram and Sita help one of Ram's surrogate family with farming. When the journalist following Sita from the train tries to click her photograph, she covers her face. I thought that was really nice because the journalist was not successful in clicking her photograph. Ram and Sita float away on a coracle enjoying some sugarcane stalks. Sita tries to peel off the sugarcane stalk skin, but she applies so much force that it falls into the river. Sita snatches away the sugarcane stalk that Ram is having. Sita and Ram watch Patal Bhairavi starring NTR from a projector. The men and the women are seated separately with a cloth separation in between. Ram is ecstatic clapping and whistling. Ram is me watching my favorite movie in the theater. Sita is overwhelmed by emotion and rests her head on Ram's shoulder. It's so cute. Even I want to rest my head on those brawny shoulders. There are two sets of piano music pieces that play after this moment till the time Ram meets another set of his surrogate family. In the album both the music pieces play twice. In the movie the second music piece is repeated twice. This happens because the audio is mixed by a person to provide an enhanced audio experience. The audio in the movie is mixed by the re-recording engineer to provide an enhanced audio-visual experience. Ram and Sita visit another set of Ram's surrogate family. The surrogate family couple bless Ram and Sita saying, "Sukhi bhava, dirgha sumangali bhava." Translation: May the couple always stay together like a family. After the song we see that Radhika reads Ram's letters to her daughter. She reveals that Ram has promised to visit them in Varangal soon. Right on cue, Ram enters their house to meet them. Ram's timing is just impeccable. People just need to think it in their heads that he would visit them. And voila, he'll be standing at your door to meet you. Ram rescues Radhika, her daughter and her other friends. He helps them financially so that they can set up new lives for themselves. Sita takes up Radhika and her daughter's responsibility and tells Ram not to worry about them. The journalist who was trying to click Sita's photograph during the song is now being given full hero treatment. He demands that his salary must be raised because the circulation of the paper is going to increase significantly. The publisher is impressed with the photographs. He agrees to raise the journalist's salary. We hear the sound of the printing press over the blades of a moving fan. God, I love such audio transitions. 
the lovers undergo a brief separation with a sad song. During their separation, Sita reads Ram's letters and bursts into tears holding the flower Ram brought her. She hugs herself as she is sporting Ram's clothes from the song O Sita, just to provide herself with a sense of comfort. After a brief period of separation, Ram and Sita meet again. They break into a song titled Kanuna Kalyanam. This song has some lovely moments too. I think I have visited that wooden bridge in Srinagar where the song is shot. Ram and Sita attend a wedding and Sita whispers in Ram's ears, Kubul hai, which is a version of I do. My favorite moments from the song is when Ram gives Sita a tour of the army base. Sita just embraces Ram's sweater and closes her eyes. When she opens her eyes, she spots Ram looking at her. She embraces him and the camera tracks back. I love this shot. Even during this moment, the length of the track shot is edited. You can find the extended version of this moment in the lyrical version of the song O Sita on YouTube. Yes, they use the moment from the song Kanuna Kalyanam in the song O Sita. Afreen learns that Sita is in Kashmir. She takes a flight to Srinagar with Balaji. At the Srinagar airport, Afreen is detained by the army. Balaji is separated from her and now possesses the letter and Ram's shoulder mark. From this point forward, Vishnu Sharma narrates the events of Ram's story. Vishnu Sharma was Ram's senior in the army. Vishnu reveals the incident when Rasool attacks Vishnu and his family over lunch. Vedehi Sharma is played by Bhumika Chawla. Her photograph can be seen in the previous scene when Vishnu is packing his things to leave. Remember, Rasool was the only person who was not a part of Ansari's group photograph. When his other gang members were caught and shot, he was the only surviving member because he was not in the photograph. Ram and Vishnu capture Rasool. There's a bit of foreshadowing when Ram says Wahida will one day come to India and she would get in trouble. They convince Rasool to cooperate on the promise that Ram will take care of Wahida. Ram and Sita speak in unison when they're about to confess their secrets to each other. Ram's secret is that he's going on a dangerous mission. Sita holds on to her secret. I love the moment when Ram explains how he might be tortured. He slips into the bathtub filled with water. The water spills out and spreads across the floor. It's such a beautiful shot. Ram wants Sita to move on if something happens to him. She holds his collar and pulls him closer. Both of them sigh heavily. Ram slips into the bathtub again along with Sita as she hugs him. This underwater shot in the bathtub is chef's kiss. I never use this phrase, but that's the best phrase to compliment this shot. Sita holds on to Ram's shoulder mark so strong that it comes off. The song O Prema plays in the background as the lovers bid adieu. The shoulder mark is left behind floating in the bathtub. Sita runs behind Ram to hand over the shoulder mark back to him. Chinmay has not just given her voice for the sad love ballad O Prema, which feels like someone stabbed you in the heart with a dagger and twisted it. But she has also given her voice to Mrinal's dialogue in the film. She's done a fabulous job with the dubbing. Before leaving for the mission, Ram tries to find Sita's photograph that he clicked at Durjaya's house. He looks all around his room but is unable to find it. We can see that it's kept in the pocket of his other uniform lying on the chair. Sita makes Ram promise that he would return before the shoulder mark dries out. 
During the mission to kill Ansari, Ansari's men figured that these people are from the Indian army. In their scuffle, a tree catches fire and that fire spreads to all of Ansari's lair. Abu Tariq spots that fire from his military base. He and his troops rush to check the situation out. Ram hears Vahida crying and rushes back into the fire to rescue her. Why? Because he made a promise and being an orphan, he understands what it's like to be abandoned. Ram and Vishnu are captured by the Pakistani army. Ram and Vishnu are kept in separate prison cells. The logo on the Pakistani newspaper, John, bears the same logo design as Swapna Cinema, which is one of the producers of this film, along with Vaijanti movies. When Sita is distressed and running helter-skelter to obtain information on Ram, she spots the same blue butterflies from the magic show. Ram, in his prison cell, hallucinates about the same blue butterflies. He is also spotted reading a newspaper clipping dated 16 December 1964. Sita visits Ram's room. She takes Ram's uniform and hugs it close to her heart. She can't stop the tears from rolling down her eyes. When she finds her and Ram's first photograph in his uniform pocket, she misses him even more. Vishnu reprimands Zafreen for saying she has no connection with Ram. He reveals that Ram was captured because he saved a little girl, which is you, Vahida. Afreen is shocked beyond her wildest of dreams. I had successfully guessed this reveal and the big reveal at the interval, but it didn't hamper my viewing experience in any way. Ram and Vishnu are detained in the Pakistani prison for eight months. Balaji successfully delivers Ram's letter and his shoulder mark to Sita. The final portion of Ram's story is revealed from Ram's letter to Sita, bringing a full circle to how their love story began in the first place. In the letter, Ram apologizes to Sita for making her wait all this time while he was in prison for eight months. He is not even sure when this letter would reach her. He reveals the truth about his captivity. Vishnu gets to return home through a barter deal between the two countries. Ram requests Abu Tariq to deliver his letter to Sita Mahalakshmi. Vahida snatches away the letter from Ram. Ram is happy to see Vahida thriving. To answer Afreen's question from the beginning of the movie, she is indebted both to Ram and her grandfather. Ram narrates the last bits of the letter seated in the bathtub beside Sita. Ram confesses that he learnt about Noor Jahan from a newspaper clipping dated 16 December 1964. He sends her the same newspaper clipping along with the letter. Afreen apologises to Sita upon learning the truth about Ram. Remember, she said she would never apologise to an Indian, but she has grown and matured over the course of this journey. Dulkar Salman is cute and charming and embodies Ram perfectly on screen. I smiled every time he appeared on screen and I couldn't take my eyes off him, though he even made me cry inconsolably during a lot of scenes. Mrunal was incredible as Sita. I loved her performance. It was truly extraordinary. Kudos to the director for creating such magic and romance on screen. I wish I could watch this poetry in motion all day, every day. I can at least listen to the music that augments this love story so beautifully. This movie is truly meant for a theatrical experience only. I can't think of watching it elsewhere. I don't understand the Telugu language, but art has no language. The emotions and feelings transcend through, though the subtitles did help.
and my friend who was supposed to co-host this with me helped me with telugu movie research what an absolutely incredible work of art it is easily one of my all time favorite films ram is a great character who understands boundaries and consent and respects his significant other it's a love story for the ages after watching this movie my heart is overwhelmed with their love for each other This is the first Telugu movie I'm talking about in such great detail on my podcast and I couldn't be more proud. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing you can support me on Patreon at patreoncom awesomepodmix Thanks for listening.